You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. There are a lot of great credit cards out there that can help you travel for nearly free. In fact, there are so many that it can be a little overwhelming. Today, we're going to break it down and go over which credit card makes the cut on our list of favorites. Welcome to the Travel Hacky Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alec. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. We are Travel Hacking Moms. In today's episode, we are going to be sharing with you some of our very favorite credit cards and why we love them so much. Before we get into our favorites, I just want to point something out. Notice that we aren't calling these the best cards. These are just our favorites. Now, these might be the best cards in our eyes, but they might not be the best card for everyone. And that's why we call them our favorites. And my favorite might not be your favorite. We might even have an unpopular choice, but that's what's great about travel hacking. You do what works best for you. So let's get into it and share our favorite overall cards. Mom, why don't you go first? Okay, my favorite overall card is one that is probably an unpopular opinion or won't be most people's uh, favorite card, and that is the American Express Platinum card. And the reason a lot of people avoid this card is because it has a high annual fee of $695. Gasp. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? But I am willing to pay that annual fee year after year and have every intention of doing so. That annual fee has some great benefits that more than pay for itself, I believe. One of the some of the benefits are that it has a $200 travel credit for um, a particular airline that you pick out. I always pick out United Airlines. And then what I do is I go in and purchase um, four $50. Um, I don't know if they're certificates, but it's purchases in the travel bank. So basically I get four $50 credits that I can use on United. So that takes $200 off that $695 annual fee. I can also get $50 twice a year with a Saks Fifth Avenue purchase. I purchase online and just get my a nice cream for my face. And so that takes another $100 off. Then they have an Uber credit. And while I don't live where I use an Uber, you know, drive um, a car much, I do use Uber Eats and that counts too. So that's uh, $15 a month. And I believe in January, it's $35 a month. And so that allows me when I'm out running errands, I can stop by and I'll do an Uber pickup at my favorite restaurant and I get free lunch. And I do that every month. And the key to all of this is taking advantage of these benefits. If you don't take advantage of them, it's not going to be worth it to you. But I always take advantage. Another great benefit is a fine hotel and resorts credit. It's a $200 credit. So if I pick one of those hotels that is associated with that, I can get a $200 credit. 
And not only do I get that $200 credit, they offer usually free breakfasts and $100 credit for something else. Um, I stayed recently at one in Denver. The hotel itself was about $249. I got a $200 credit, so it cost me $49. But I got free breakfast for two, and we got a $100 credit for our meal. So I really came out on the plus side, I felt like, with that. Another great benefit is streaming services. You get $20 a month for that, certain streaming services, and I get a free Audible uh, subscription with it. So more what I use, my benefits more than pay for my annual fee. And I haven't even talked about airport lounge access. And that's... I was waiting for that one. Her favorite one. When is she going to say her favorite? That is my favorite one. I love airport lounges. And there is no card that gets you better access to airport lounges than American Express Platinum. Um, I can get access into the Centurion lounges. Um, There's several all over the country. They're really, really nice lounges. I can also get access into the Delta Sky Clubs. Every time I go visit Alex, I make sure that I book my flight home on Delta so I can go into that lounge. It's an incredible lounge. Also, I have Priority um, Pass Lounge. It just has the best lounge access there is. And as an airport lounge geek, I'm there for it. And so those are some of the reasons why I love American Express Platinum, high annual fee, but I make, and there's even more benefits that I take advantage of. So I probably get $1,200 worth of benefit. So it's completely worth it for me. And I think the key part too, though, to remember is like, it is, you get a ton of value from it. I myself probably wouldn't get as much. I'd actually haven't opened that card yet because I at this stage of my life where I'm at, wouldn't get as much value out as out of my mom does. And so I think that's an important thing to know too about these cards is just remembering what works for you and what doesn't. Where you also have a Centurion Lounge in your home airport, that's really nice too. So I think it is a really great card for the right person. Well, and I'm probably a little unusual too, because I'm the person who gets to the airport two hours early so I can go into that Centurion Lounge. And, you know, I have to drive an hour there. It's really nice to get that break before I get on plane, not sit in the busy terminal. I go in there, I have breakfast, I have lunch, just kind of unwind, do a little bit of work. And that's part of my airport and my travel experience. So I do definitely make really good use of that. So traveling by yourself and going to the Centurion Lounge is a little bit different than Alex's situation of bringing four small children into the Centurion Lounge. Yeah, well, and they won't even let us all in the lounge. Starting in February, right? You won't be able to bring yeah, guests. February 2023, and here's an unpopular opinion, is that I'm kind of looking forward to that. Because our lounge started out incredible in Denver. And now that so many people can bring in guests, it's, you know, and, and nothing gets families. I love families. But they can't keep up with it. They can't keep up with the food. They can't keep up with cleaning. The You know, the quality has just gone down. And I'm kind of looking forward to it becoming more of a business class lounge where it's just a little bit more special. Yeah. I mean, I think starting next year, it definitely makes sense for solo travelers or couples who each have the platinum card and can get themselves in. But I'm going to have a hard time recommending it to families for lounge access. Yeah, I, I get it. 
So, Jess, what's your favorite card? This is going to come as a shocker, but it is the Chase Sapphire Preferred. Always my number one. Always will be in my wallet. And the main reason is because Chase transfers to Hyatt. And Chase is the only bank that transfers to Hyatt. And so right off the bat, like, Chase is my number one. And then... In order to transfer to Hyatt, you have to either have the Sapphire Preferred, Sapphire Reserve, or the Ink Preferred. Ink Preferred, minimum spend is fifteen grand in three months. So that's going to be a no for a lot of people. And then you can only either have the Sapphire Preferred or the Sapphire Reserve. You cannot have both. So the Sapphire Reserve has a $550 annual fee. It does have some benefits that, you know, offset that, but I still think that's really high. So that's why Sapphire Preferred is my number one. $95 annual fee. You get a $50 hotel credit each year to put towards a hotel that you book through the Chase Travel Portal. So I don't know about y'all, but I will spend at least $50 on a hotel at some point during the year. I actually like to save those for places that I stay that don't have a Hyatt, like sometimes we will go visit family in Louisiana and it's just in a small town. They do not have any Hyatts. And so I will use my credit then, or like when we just went to Greece, I used my credit for staying at the hotel at the Athens airport so that we were just like right there ready to go the next morning. So I kind of just use that on like one-off situations where I'm just staying a night somewhere that doesn't have a Hyatt. So that effectively brings the annual fee down to $45. And I will gladly pay $45 a year to be able to transfer over 90% of my Chase points to Hyatt. It gets 3x on dining. Dining is a huge expense for my family. I don't like to cook. And so we spend a lot of money on takeout and eating out at restaurants. And it also just has a lot of great travel protections And so I put a lot of our, you know, all of our travel, basically, I put onto the Sapphire Preferred for those protections. I think that's, you know, we would all agree that we love the Chase Sapphire Preferred. There's a reason it's the card that we recommend to beginners the most. And it just has the easiest transfer partners. And all three of us, um, I'd say that within the last year, I've become a Hyatt enthusiast. Before, I used to be more of a Marriott. And I'm just like, all three of us, like, we want all the Chase Ultimate rewards we can get to transfer to Hyatt. We have seen that the value of doing that is just incredible. So I think we can all echo what Jess has said with a, with a big yes. Yeah, for sure. And that's what I would have chosen too. So I'm actually going to be telling you guys my second favorite card. And that is the Venture X. Now, this does have a high annual fee. It's $395. But it comes with some really great benefits and the benefits are easy to use. And I think that's the key thing is a lot of credit cards come with good benefits, but some of them are kind of random or hard to figure out. And so I love this card because the benefits are very straightforward. Right off the bat, you get a $300 travel credit to use each year in the Capital One Travel Portal. And so I used mine this year for, actually it was when the three of us met up in Huntington Beach. I used that for a flight that I booked on Delta. 
it was going to be more points. I didn't want to spend all my Delta points on that. So I used that travel credit and I think I only had to pay like $5 for the flight. So that worked out really great. And then it also comes with each year when you renew your card, you get 10,000 anniversary points. So that right there between those two more than covers your annual fee. But on top of that, you also get airport lounge access. And I like the Ventrex because the airport lounge access is really great for families. And we love the Capital One Venture Lounge, and they only have one in Dallas so far. But we're looking forward to them opening more. It is a very, very nice lounge. You can bring two guests with you. You can add an authorized user to your Venture X card for free, and then they can bring two guests. So you can bring a family. I mean, I really hope it doesn't get those lounges too crazy, because I will agree with my mom. The Centurion Lounge in Denver is kind of a mess. So I hope that it all stays okay with the with those lounges with allowing that many guests. But it also comes with priority pass lounge access. You can eat at certain restaurants that are part of the priority pass program. And I love that benefit because sometimes like some of the priority pass lounges aren't that great or the food isn't that great. So being able to go to a restaurant and sit down is is really nice sometimes. So those are like the And that's not included with the Amex priority pass. Yes, exactly. So, right. Yeah, it's just through the other bank. So that's a good good point there. And another thing, I don't really use this a ton, but if you are really interested in getting those upgrades for your rental cars, you do get Hertz President Circle with it so you can get upgraded cars. So that is a nice benefit. It has primary rental car coverage. And so does the Chase Sapphire Preferred. So that's really nice because it can save you money on those rental cars. So you never want to pay for the rental company's insurance. So just put it on the right card and you don't ever have to worry about that. And then I also like it because it's really simple for earning points. It's just a flat two times the points on every purchase. So for me, it's kind of my go-to card when I'm shopping at a place that isn't a bonus category. You know, if I'm just shopping at a random store where I'm not going to earn more points, I usually will get out my VentureX card so I can earn two times the points. And I think it comes with a global entry pre-check credit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. It comes with TSA pre-check or global entry. And so that's another $100. Yeah, that's another $100. So if you use these benefits, and like I said, like I feel like those are really easy benefits to use. You can make your money back. And And that travel credit, like I'm going to spend $300 in the year on travel. And so if I just use my VentureX card, that takes my annual fee down right there. And then I get those nice benefits like the airport lounge access. And I have like, like when I opened this card, I was like, I'm going to open it for the bonus and we'll see how it goes. And as I had the card and I was like visiting all these priority pass lounges, I was able to go to Dallas and use the Capital One lounge. I was like, okay, I am sold. I am keeping yeah. this card forever. It is such a nice card. Yeah, I'm planning to keep Speaking mine. of Capital One lounges, I haven't been to it yet. And as a lounge geek, you guys both have. And everybody that's been says they are just amazing. Would you guys agree? I am so curious to hear when they open the one in Denver. I'm going to need you to just like buy a refundable ticket and go to the airport just to go to the lounges and compare how you feel about the Centurion Lounge versus the Capital One Lounge. And then maybe you'll just switch over to a Venture X fan. 
It sounds like I might. I've seen the packaging of the food and the way that they, the different types of food they have. I am really excited about it. Yeah. You're going to have to do a lounge day. Yeah. And then like put it on the blog. Exactly. Do a reel about it and like compare the two so we can get your take on it. And there's a, there's a restaurant lounge in Denver too. And it has the best French dip sandwiches and so, if you know, sometimes I have gone to there and gotten a French dip sandwich and then gone into the Centurion Lounge to get my dessert. So I've I'm, done a I little bit of the lounge days, but not like you have, Jess. I will say I have, I, there is a Centurion Lounge in Houston. I am a fan of Centurion Lounges when they are not super crowded. I think the Capital One Lounge blows the Centurion Lounge out of the water, but that's just my opinion. I still think Centurion is great, but I went to Capital One and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I love that Capital One has like the grab and go food section too. So many drink choices and it's just, I love their setup too. So if you get a chance to go, listeners, make sure you go check out a Capital One lounge. And I will say if you have the regular Venture card, you do get two passes a year to go visit that. So you don't have to have VentureX. Try to make it a point, even if you just have the regular venture card to try it out. So let's hop on, hop on over to another category and let's talk about each of our favorite airline cards. Well, my favorite airline card is a no-brainer because I live near Denver. That's my airport I fly out of most of the time. It is a United hub. And so, of course, I love the United um, Explorer card. It has an annual fee of $95 that's usually waived the first year. So that makes it a no-brainer. So you're going to get some miles for nothing. And then I keep it, though, every year because it's only $95, and that includes priority boarding. And I don't want to sit and wait in the back with everybody. So I love priority boarding. I love that I can get a free checked bag. There's lots of times I don't want to carry carry on and so I don't want to have to pay for that and so that's great and it also gets me two lounge accesses to a United Club lounge now I speaking of lounges they're probably not my very favorite lounges ours is getting uh, renovated in Denver I'm hoping that it's going to be even better then I could do three lounges in one day (laughs) and a restaurant (laughs) but But it is, there have been times when I've gone somewhere and had a connection, and that's been the only lounge that's available. And so it's really nice to have those uh, passes so that I can go into an airport lounge at that time. So definitely the United Explorer is my favorite card, and it's one that I'll never get rid of. And it's probably my longest one of my the longest cards I've ever had because I used to live somewhere where United was the only airline. So I've had that card for forever. And that one also has a credit for TSA PreCheck or Global Entry, which is unusual for a $95 annual fee, especially where it's waived the first year. So that first year that you have that card, you are really coming out ahead when you get the two club passes, TSA PreCheck, and all the points. And what I did with that card is when I got it, I kept it for a year and then I downgraded to their no annual fee United card. So you can really get a nice little moneymaker on that one. Okay, so I will share with you guys my favorite airline card. It's maybe an unusual choice. 
and it's actually a business card. It's the Southwest Performance Business Card. Now, if you don't have a business or you're, you know, adverse to business cards, you the next one I would say would be the Southwest Priority Card. These two cards have a higher annual fee, but they have some really nice benefits. So with the Performance Business Card from Southwest, one reason I like it is of, of all the Southwest cards, it has the highest bonus. Its standard bonus is 80,000 points, which if you're trying to get the Southwest Companion Pass, you have to have 125,000 points in a calendar year to get it. So getting 80,000 points from just this one card is huge. Um, it does have a higher annual fee of almost $200, but it also, you get 9,000 points every card member anniversary. So that right there will give you, you know, some money back in your wallet if you're already going to be flying on Southwest. One thing I really love about it is every year you get four upgraded boarding. So that means when you check into your flight, you can log on. This is a new feature. They, you can do this online now. You can log on to Southwest right after you check in and you can pay to be in boarding group A1 through 15. Depending on where you're flying, it can range from about $30 to $50, but you can get those, you get four of those for free. So we used these when we went to Hawaii and I just, right after I checked in, I went online, I paid, I think I got A8 and I was able to get, so on Southwest, there's like the exit row and there's one seat where there's three seats and then there's a one seat where there's nobody in front of them. And so you get like a ton of leg room. So we got that seat, which is like the first class seat of Southwest basically. <laughs> and then on the other time there, we did on the way home as well. There's just one row that has two seats. So we got that um, on the other flight. So those upgrading upgraded boardings for Hawaii were $50 each. So we used, we used them for that. And that right there was, would have been $200. So I really like having that because of the, the Southwest boarding process can stress some people out because you don't get assigned seats. It's whatever, whoever checks in first or pays, pays for an upgraded boarding, for example, that's who gets to board the plane first. And so if you can get an upgraded boarding, it's going to like really, lower your stress level and guarantee you a better seat. You also can pay for upgraded boarding at the gate. You don't have to do it online, but I highly recommend doing it online because once they're sold, they're sold and you're just whatever boarding group that you were assigned. And I will say that my husband's biggest gripe with Southwest is the boarding and not having an assigned seat and it just stresses him out. And so, you know, being able, I told him I'm planning to apply for that card, the business card, in a couple months, and he was very excited about the upgraded boarding positions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of a game changer. It makes it a lot better. The other thing this card has is in-flight in Wi-Fi credits, and you get like 365 of them, so you literally can get free Wi-Fi on all of your devices when you fly. It was actually really nice when we flew to Hawaii. I didn't even remember about this benefit, you guys. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll pay and get free Wi-Fi. And I'll just put it on my Southwest card since it was already like in my in my wallet. I pulled it out. And then when I got to Hawaii, I was like, ooh, they erased that charge. And I was like, how did I not know this was a benefit on this card? So that was really nice to have that. And then on the way home, I obviously bought the Wi-Fi again since I knew it was free. And I actually worked on some stuff for our course. So 
it worked out pretty good. And I love that. I have found lately that I've been get, paying for Wi-Fi and United because it's not a perk on it, but it's so worth it to me because my flight goes by so quick if I'm just getting some work done, you know, and I, just, I love that feature. I love to be able to do that. Another, just quickly, it does have global entry or TSA pre-check. And then another thing that's pretty unique to this, well, very unique to this card is um, Southwest. They don't, they will allow you to transfer your points to other people, but you have to pay to do it. But if you have this card, you get a $500 fee credit for transferring points to other people. So you could move your points to someone else's account for free. You get up to $500 of those expenses removed. So that's pretty nice. I mean, I wish they just let you transfer your points, but at least you have this option. That's awesome. I forgot about that perk. So Jess, what's your favorite airline card? So it is similar to yours, Pam. It's the United Quest instead of the United Explorer, but it's for a lot of the same reasons that you mentioned why you like the Explorer. And again, I live in Houston, United Hub, and so we fly United a lot. I think we have mentioned this in another episode, but with United, if you have a United card, any of the United cards, you get extra access to award availability that non-card holders don't get or and don't ever see on the website. And so if you sign into your account and you search, you will see extra award availability. So that right there is enough for me to always have a United card no matter what. But with the United Quest, it does have a little bit higher annual fee. It is $250 versus $95 for the Explorer. But it comes with $125 statement credit each year on United purchases. So that, I mean, our family is obviously going to spend at least $125 in a year on a United flight. And so that basically brings the annual fee down to $125. And then it comes with free checked bags, priority boarding, you get 25% back on in-flight purchases. And so I also purchase Wi-Fi on United and it's eight. It's normally $8 and I use the Quest card and then that makes it $6. So to me, it is totally worth $6 to be able to work and have Wi-Fi on my flights. And I think those are the main, it gets, another difference is it gets 3X on United purchases. The Explorer gets 2X. So, I mean, they're both good cards. I just really like the Quest. And it's purple. And Doesn't the Quest come with, like, credits, too? Like, or miles or something? Like 5, yeah, 000. it comes with a two. We haven't actually had it a year yet, so I haven't... Oh, so you haven't got it yet. ...those, like, deposited. But, it, yeah, it's it comes with, like, two 5,000-mile award, like, that you can apply to future purchases, I think, is how it works. Okay. So, like, to book a United flight. Yeah, so two 5,000-mile anniversary award flight credits. So I guess you would get two separate $5,000 credits to use on an award flight you book, which could go pretty far with Unite. You know, if if a one-way flight is only 12,500 miles and you get 5,000 off, that basically brings it down to 7,500 miles for a one-way domestic ticket, you know, so. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, let's go over our favorite hotel cards. And Jess, we're going to let you take this one because you're probably <laughs> the biggest fan. going to be another shocker. Hyatt, when are you going to sponsor this podcast? Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so 
I think it's unanimous. What it's we unanimous. Were, so we're yeah, going to let you It's unanimous. It is the Hyatt card, the personal Hyatt card. And I will preface this by saying, when you look at the welcome offer, like the standard welcome offer for the Hyatt card is 60,000. Well, it's 30,000 Hyatt points. It's like a tiered offer. And so it's like 30,000 after you spend 3,000, 3, I think. And then it's like another 30,000 if you spend an additional like $12,000 or something. Yeah, I, ne- I would never do that second tier. Something ridiculous. And so, okay, just looking purely, if we were going purely off welcome offer, none of us would probably choose the Hyatt card. Although 30,000 or 60,000 Hyatt points will go pretty far because you can get Hyatt nights, like a category one off peak starts at 3,500 Hyatt points a night. So even though like 30,000 points or 60,000 points doesn't sound like a lot, they do go pretty far with Hyatt, like further than they would go with Marriott or Hilton or IHG. But the big reason why we love it is because it comes with a free category one to four night certificate every year on your anniversary. I am actually redeeming mine tomorrow night in Austin at a category four, the Hyatt Regency Austin. So I am paying $95 a year for this card. I'm getting all the extra earnings from the spend that I put on it at Hyatt Hotels and Resorts, and I'm getting this free night. If we were paying cash for this free night, it would be over $500. And that's just for like the standard two queen room. I think it was like before I checked and it was like $460. And then after you add in like taxes and all that, it was going to be over $500. So I'm paying $95 for a card and getting over $500 in value from it. And so yep, I'll do that yes. all the time. I'll do that every solitary year. Yeah, I will keep that forever. I love the free night certificates on that card. We, my mom and I went last year to Washington, D.C. and stayed at the Grand Hyatt. I think nights, cash nights were well over like $350. And yeah, we've got great use of it. And they also have, which is very unusual, you can use those free night certificates in Hawaii. There are a couple category, I think they're category fours, I want to say, in Oahu that you can use them at. And so yeah, that- the Hyatt Place Waikiki is a, is a category yeah, four. And so that's pretty unusual to be able to use a free night certificate in Hawaii. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that like just for the free night certificate, the value of that free night certificate every year, you know, more than pays. This is like when we're, when we're talking about like you got to do the math and you have to sort of assess whether an annual fee is the benefits outweigh the annual fee. This is a card where like every single year the benefit of this card is going to outweigh that $95 annual fee. Like you don't even really need to think about it. It is going to outweigh it. And so, yeah, it's just a keeper, keeper card forever. And I would say too, like one one-off hotel night is really nice, but if you can refer a player two to this card and you each have it, then you can go for a weekend somewhere and get a nice trip every year from your two free night certificates. What we do a lot is I have mine and my husband's, my mom will have hers and my dad's, and we'll do a four-night stay somewhere just off the free night certificates, and that is a great way to do it if you, you know, have some other players involved with you. Totally. We we love that card. So, Alex, tell us about, and again, we are unanimous in this, what is our favorite business card? So, our favorite business card is the Chase Inc. Cash, 
And we love this card. The Probably the biggest reason we love this card is it earns Chase Ultimate Rewards. So it can kind of be confusing to people sometimes because technically it's a cash back card, but it really earns you Chase Ultimate Rewards. And if you have a Chase Sapphire Preferred Reserve or an Ink Business Preferred, you can then take your points you earn on your Chase Ink Cash move them to one of those accounts, and then you can transfer them out to the travel partners. So it comes with 75,000 points, which is three amazing nights in Hawaii or three nights in an all-inclusive in Mexico. And it, the other best part about it is it doesn't have an annual fee. And so that's kind of unheard of where you can get such a good sign-up bonus for free. So we love that in addition to the great sign-up bonus and no annual fee is it has some really good bonus categories. So our favorite one is it earns five times the points on internet, cable. Is there anything else? I think that's it, internet and cable. And then you also get two 2X on gas. And so that's a really great one. I typically use this card when I'm filling up my car. So that is, I mean, I don't even think it's a question. That's definitely our favorite business card. Absolutely. We can earn more ultimate rewards to transfer to Hyatt then we are happy as could be. Yes. So those are our favorite cards. Now let's jump in and share a couple of our honorable mentions that almost made the list, but not quite. So Pam and Jess, each of you go ahead and share our honorable mentions. And this is, these are ones that all three of us picked out. So we're all in agreement here on these ones. So one of the cards that I've had for a long time and will always keep is uh, my American Express Gold card. And I really like that card. I actually feel like I make money on that every year, despite the fact that it has a $250 annual fee. You get $10 per month on what they call dining. And that's um, $10 credit on different, they're, they're very specific. It's like if you spend at Cheesecake Factory, uh, Shake Shack, um, I think it's, I think Grubhub is included. Yeah, I use mine for Grubhub. Yeah. And see, what I use mine for is kind of an odd thing. It's called box.com. And so I will, it's kind of like a... I think that one's ending, Mom. Oh, is it? I, I don't quote me on that, but I think maybe it was because... I don't know. Okay. Don't so, quote me, but I think it might be ending. Okay. Well, in the past, I've used it. I'll have to change to Grubhub. But in the past, I've used it. It's kind of like Costco mail order. And so I would use it there. But anyway, so that's that's $120 a month. And I'm using that benefit all the time. Then there is the Uber or Uber Eats $10 credit a month. And again, I use that for my lunches, you know, so actually between my platinum and between my gold card, I get two free lunches every month. And so I will do the pickups uh, service with Uber. And when I'm out and about, I'll just stop by and pick up a lunch. So that is $240 in benefits I'm getting. And that makes my annual fee only $10, but it gets better because you get four times points per dollar spent on groceries. And we all have to spend a lot of money on our groceries. So I use this for my groceries, and I just get a lot of points that way. And so that makes it a card that I will keep forever. I double-checked and boxed has ended. Oh, August when? 2nd, 2022. It's no longer per partners for the $120 dining credit. Dang it. I just... 
bought an order with them. Well, <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to order Grubhub tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. And my honorable mention card is the City Premier. I feel like this card is underrated. The main reason why, A, it has good transfer partners, especially if you're looking to travel internationally, go business class. It also transfers to JetBlue if you fly JetBlue and Turkish Airlines. Turkish, we will talk about Turkish in future episodes, but I think we all agree those are like one of our favorite, that's one of our favorite airlines for traveling internationally. And so that is one reason why it's one one of my favorites. But also it gets 3X in a lot of really good categories like restaurants, groceries, gas stations, hotels, and airfare. Those are those five categories are probably all of our top five categories that we spend money on, if you think about it. And so to be able to get 3X in all of those categories with one card makes it a really good just everyday spend card. Because chances are, when you're spending money every day, it's probably in one of those categories. And so if you're someone who just wants to have a card to put a lot of your spend on and not really have to think, okay, what card do I use here? What card do I use here? The City Premiere is a great everyday spend card to just put it on autopilot, not really think about it, and still get 3X in all those really good categories. You know, Jess, I think I totally agree with you. I think I have underrated that card for forever, but I do a lot of the blog posting. And so just this month, I think I wrote about six articles all about how to use the points for the City Premiere. And I am a believer now. So <laughs> those of you that don't know how to use your points that you get, those uh, city thank you points, go to our website and just search for City Premier and you will be shocked that it can get you to Hawaii. It can get you to Europe. Um, it can get you Vacasa Rentals. It can get you Disneyland tickets. So many things. It is such an underrated card. And I think as I start using it more and more, it may move up to one of my favorite cards. Yeah. And I think too, what you were saying, Jess, like the transfer partners with this and with the Amex transfer partners are so good. And that's why a lot of these cards get to be in the top spot is because they're partners. The way you can use these points are so good. When you can transfer points to an airline, you have so many more options for booking and you can get some really great deals on your flights. Totally. So there you have it. Those are our favorite cards. Make sure to check out the link in the show notes to find our best offers page. And thanks so much in advance if you use the links on that page to apply for any of our cards. And we know that sometimes it's a little confusing to decide what credit card you should start with or what credit card you should get next. So just a reminder to you that we do offer free credit card consultations, and we will put a link to that in the show notes too. We are happy to help you figure out what is the best credit card for the trip you're planning next or what is the best credit card for your current situation. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you.